The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not lack. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Well, that's it. I am the Latter-day Preacher, and this is your favorite podcast, Deep Utterances of the Word of God, where we go deep in the Word of God. Well, it is another day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice in it. Of course, today we are finishing, we are finishing, we are finishing, we are finishing, we are finishing our series, The Teachings of Jesus Christ. We are on episode 10. I was supposed to finish um, uh, this series like last week, no, but uh, there's a lot. There are things that you cannot just, um, you know, you cannot just avoid, you know, there are things that you cannot avoid, but I am glad by the grace of the living God that I am here to, 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 to this finale of our series. Remember, um, tomorrow we are beginning a new, not a new series, but we are beginning a new season. We are beginning a new season where we go deeper in the word of God. This is um, this 10th this 10th episode um, here today of the series, The Teachings of Jesus Christ, marks the end of the first season. So tomorrow we are beginning the second season. I am the Latter-day Preacher. As I said, I come, from, I come from South Africa. I hope that you are well. I hope that you are blessed. Um, today, today, this is a finale. So we, we are going deep. We are going deep in the Word of God. We are, we are all about the teachings of Jesus Christ. We are all about the teachings of Jesus Christ. But since today, it is the last day. It is the last day of the service. So I thought, okay, let us just focus on, on let us just narrate, uh, focus on on, 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 on on the day, you know, or the time before Jesus was arrested, his, his arrest, his resurrection, you know, his arrest, his death, and his resurrection, because that is what we are all about today. Well, let us get into our word, our word, our word, our word, our word, our word. Today we are in the book of Luke, the Gospel of Luke, uh, chapter 22, chapter 22. We are, as we narrate, as we are going along, so please bear with me. Because we are going, we are going to jump from this verse to the next one. But overall, we are in the book of Luke. Praise God! Praise God! So let us begin where Jesus is praying on the Mount of Olives. Let us begin where Jesus is praying on the Mount of Olives, because there are lessons that we must learn as Christians. 
there are lessons that we, we there are lessons that we must learn praise god there are lessons that we must learn as Christian. hallelujah let us begin with our scripture today may the lord bless the reading and his word in jesus mighty name hallelujah so jesus prays on the mount of olives we are on chapter 22 the book of luke or the gospel of luke verse 39 so jesus left the city and went so as usual as he usually did to the mount of olives and the disciples went with him so verse 40 says when he arrived at the place he said to them when he arrived at the place he said to them pray that you will not fall into temptation pray that you will not fall into temptation hallelujah so verse 4 then he went off from them about the distance of a stone's throw and knelt down and prayed verse 42 says father verse 42 father he said if you will if you will take this cup of suffering away from me if you will take this cup of suffering away from me praise mighty jesus take this cup of suffering away from me not my will however but your will be done hallelujah so verse 43 says an angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him hallelujah an angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him praise god so by this time jesus uh, realized that the hour has come he knows that the hour has come he knows that i am going to the mount of olives not um for, for <clears throat> not not that i will be back there again but i'm going to the mount of olives before my death for the last time praise god so as he went there as he went there he was in a in a sorrowful or <clears throat> he was in a sorrowful um, um a manner listen to verse 41 the verse 41 says, Then he went off from about the distance of a, of a stone's throw and knelt down and prayed. Verse, 40 says, verse 42, he said, Father, if you will take this cup of suffering away from me, not my will, however, but your will, praise God. Because he knew that the hour Remember, Jesus was in flesh. He was, he was the Son of God in the flesh. He was God in the flesh. So as the flesh, as he was in the flesh, he knew that, you know, he, he was not exempted from pain, from pain. You know, he knew that the, the humiliation, the beatings, the torturing, you know, and, and him ultimately being killed is closer than ever now. So he realized that, you know, so that is why I'm saying he was in a sorrowful mode, mode. Praise God. So he knew. That is why here he says, you know, um, if you will take this cup of suffering, because he, he, he knew the suffering that is coming. It was worse than before. The suffering that was coming, he knew. And he was still in flesh. So he could experience pain. He could feel pain because he was in the flesh. Praise mighty Jesus. So the Bible says here, 
but it must be but not my will not my will however but your will he also knew that he cannot be it can this him dying on the cross cannot be changed him dying on the cross cannot be changed because it will be like God going back on his word and we know that God is not a man that he should lie so we know that God does not lie praise God this was for this was foretold many 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 years ago by by by, by the prophets of the old testament this was foretold many many years ago before Jesus was even born this was foretold so this had to take place this had to take had to happen jesus had to drink from that cup of suffering jesus had to go through the suffering that he was about to go through praise mighty jesus so there was no turning back from from that right now praise mighty jesus praise mighty jesus praise mighty jesus so remember we are talking about a jesus as we were talking if those who are following our series from series 1 to series 2 we were basically focusing on the teachings of Jesus Christ what he said all the sayings of Jesus Christ what we learned from him the teachings the things that he was telling us about about God about the kingdom about everything and also um about what is about to happen to him right now which is being him being captured and him being tortured being humiliated and him ultimately being murdered praise mighty jesus so this is what we all about here today so but the bible says an angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him verse 44 says in great anguish he prayed even more fervently his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground now jesus was really worried he was really worried remember he was human he was human he was god in in, in flesh he was god in human flesh he was the son of god in human flesh he was he was in human flesh praise god so the, that is why the bible here is saying in great anguish he prayed even more fervently his sweat was like drops of blood um falling to the ground i can only imagine that so verse, verse 45 says rising from his prayer he went back to the, to his to the disciples and found them sleep so worn out and found them sleep worn out by their grief because they also knew praise mighty jesus because jesus has told them numerous times about this time about this hour the hour of him dying praise god but um but later being resurrected hallelujah uh, but ultimately going back to the father in heaven so i guess they were dreaming as the uh, 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 as the disciples of Jesus Christ because they knew now it was not long now before them and Jesus Christ um um depart praise god praise god shake hands and say bye 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 we'll see you in heaven it was not long now praise mighty jesus so he said the bible says rising from his prayer he went back uh, to the disciples wall disciples and found them sleep worn out by their drift so verse 46 he said to them why are you sleeping get up and pray that you will not fall into temptation i love this scripture i always mention this scripture 
I always even tell it to myself, you know, when I don't feel like praying sometimes, I, you know, I, would, I, I would talk, I would say to my, I would confess it to myself. Why are you sleeping? Why are you sleeping? So it is very important for, 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 for us, children of God, it is very important for us, brothers and sisters out there, that to never ever sleep. Because what Jesus feared is what is happening today, is what is happening to those who sleep, to those who sleep instead of praying. So he said to them, why are you sleeping? Get up and pray that you will not fall into temptations. That will not fall into temptation because that is where the devil comes. When you sleep, when you don't pray, or when you pray less, when, you're not, when you are not a prayerful Christian, that is when the devil comes. That is when the devil plants a seed in your heart of disbelief, of laziness. That is when the devil takes you away from the purpose of God for your life. Hallelujah. Praise mighty Jesus. So you must always 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 pray because the devil does not rest he does not sleep he is out there looking for whom he can devour he comes to steal and kill praise mighty jesus he comes to steal and kill that thief called the devil does not rest he does not sleep He's always looking for victims. So there's no time to rest. We must always be in prayer. Praise mighty Jesus. So now we are going from Jesus on the Mount of Olive, um, finishing his prayer and warning his disciples about sleeping, about sleeping, about sleeping. Praise mighty. Now we are going from there to, to his arrest. Praise God. Because his arrest happened the same, the same night. Uh, at, at that Mount Olive. Praise God. Praise God. So listen to this. Verse 47 says, Jesus was still speaking when a trout arrived. Was still speaking when a trout arrived, led by Judas, one of the 12 disciples. Just, le just like Jesus has said before. Remember when they were breaking bread? Remember then when they were eating? Remember what Jesus said? He was always saying this, that one of you is going to betray me. And now that was coming through. That was coming to pass. Because God does not lie. God does not. He, he, he does not utter words that don't, don't create. He does not utter words that avoid. God does not utter void words. Praise God. What he says comes true. Praise God. So, so, and then and, and this is was foretold also. This was foretold by, by the prophets of the old. Remember, read your Bible. Praise my teachers. So, it says here, uh, Jesus was still speaking when a drought arrived, led by Judas, one of the 12 disciples. He came up to Jesus to kiss him. Praise God. Praise mighty Jesus. Verse 48, But Jesus said, Judas, is it with a kiss that you betray the Son of Man? Is it with a kiss that you betray the Son of Man? Is it? And, and, and Judas betraying Jesus, it, it's, one, it's another thing that cannot be reversed. 
it had to happen exactly like that because it was predestined to happen exactly like that. Judas had to be the one who betrayed Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So it had to happen like that. And he betrayed him by selling him off. Praise God. So verse 49 says, When the disciples who were with Jesus saw what was going to happen, Hallelujah. They asked, Shall we use our sword, Lord? Verse 50 says, And one of them struck the high priest's slave and cut off his right ear. Verse 51, But Jesus said, Enough of this. He touched the man's ear and he healed them. Praise God. Praise God. Because that is not what was supposed to happen. This was a plan of God. Jesus knew that the plan of God cannot be changed. So fighting, you know, feel like I'm talking about physical fighting right now. You know, it would not help. Because this was to take place the way God said it would take place. So that's why he rebuked them. He rebuked one of the mighty Jesus' disciples when he cut off the ear of the slave of the high priest. Praise mighty Jesus. So, But he said, enough of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. So verse 52 says, Then Jesus said to the chief priests and the officers of the temple guard, and the elders who had come there to get him. Did you, did you have come with swords and clubs as though I were an, I were an outlaw? Verse 53, verse 53 says, I was with you in the temple every day and you did not try to arrest me. But this is your hour to act when the power of darkness rose. Praise mighty Jesus. Praise mighty Jesus. This was predestined to happen. The Jews, the teachers of the law, all of them ganged up, the high priests ganged up against him. Praise mighty Jesus. And that was meant to happen because Jesus was not on this earth to stay forever but he was on this earth to save sinners like me and you so the only way he can do that it was by dying taking our sins even though he was blameless even though he was without sin he became a sinner for our sake even though he was rich as the bible says he became a poverty or he, he, he took away our poverty so that we can be rich, so that he can be poor. Even though we were full of shame, the Bible says he took away our shame so that the shame and the blame and the sins can be upon him because he is God. That is what God does for his children. God is a God of mercy and love. Praise God. So this was this whole process was the demonstration of, of, of love, unconditional love. Even though we did not deserve this, we did not deserve this mercy. But God, the God that we serve, the living God, because of his love for us, because of his love for us. My goodness.
Thank you, Jesus. He gave his only son, his only begotten son. My goodness. He gave the firstborn of the kingdom of God. He gave them. He gave him up so that he will be sacrificed, killed, murdered for us. Praise mighty Jesus. Now, let us go. Uh, remember, um, Jesus talked about Judas um, uh, betraying him. Uh, and Judas, that came to pass. Judas betrayed Jesus. Uh, praise God. And then he also said to Peter that you will deny me three times. He said you will deny. And Peter couldn't believe it. He didn't accept that he would deny Jesus. He would not accept that he would deny Jesus. He will not accept that he will deny Jesus. But again, this demonstrates the fact that God does not lie. Praise God. God does not lie. If God said you will do this, you will do it because he is God. He can foresee anything. He can foresee your future. He can foresee your birth. He can foresee your teenage years, your, 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 your adult years. He can foresee your death. Praise mighty Jesus. So he already knew that Peter would deny him. And that had to happen. Listen to, 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 to verse 54. They arrested Jesus and took him away into the house of the high priest. And Peter followed at a distance. Remember, um, when they were at the when they were at the house, uh, when they were at the Mount Olive, remember that the Bible said they ran away. You know, they ran away. Um, Jesus uh, was the only one arrested and, and, and the others ran away. But later they followed, like Peter followed Jesus. Praise mighty Jesus. So, so they arrested Jesus and took him away into the house of the high priest. And Peter followed at a distance. 55. Verse 55 says, A fire had been lit in the center of the courtyard, and Peter joined those who were sitting around it. Around it. Verse 56 says, When one of the seven girls saw him sitting there at the fire, she looked straight at him and said, This man too was with Jesus. This man too was with Jesus. And, and, and this seven girl was not wrong. This seventh girl was not wrong. This seventh girl was not wrong because Jesus, he was, because Peter, uh, Simon Peter was one of the people who was always with Jesus as a disciple of Jesus. And he was not wrong. Praise God. He was not. But it is clear from this scripture that the people that Peter was with at that time did not recognize him. Praise God. Or were not familiar with him. Hallelujah. Praise mighty Jesus. So when one of the seven girls saw him sitting there at the fire, she looked straight at him and said, This man too was with Jesus. Verse 57 says, But Peter denied it. Woman, I don't even know him. <laughs> Just exactly as Jesus said it would happen. 
Peter denied him. He denied Jesus for the first time. He denied Jesus. Verse 58 says, verse 58 says, After a little while, a man noticed Peter and said, You are one of them too. So Peter, people were becoming familiar with Peter. Praise God. So people, in other words, could put two and two. They could see that Norman, this man, is the one who was always with Jesus. Praise God. Now, the second person is noticing Peter. But Peter answered, Man, I am not. And by saying I am not, he denied Jesus for the second time. Praise mighty Jesus. So, verse 59 says, And about an hour later, Another man insisted strongly, there isn't any doubt that this man was with Jesus because he's also a Galilean. Praise God. Verse 60 said, but Peter answered, man, I don't know what you are talking about. Now he was denying him for the third time. At once, while he was still speaking, a cock crowed because Jesus said, you will deny me three times before the cock throat, before a cock throat. And after denying him for the third time, for the third time, a cock throat. Praise mighty Jesus. And verse 61 says, The Lord turned around and looked straight at Peter. The Lord turned around and looked straight at Peter. And Peter remembered that the Lord had said to him, Before the cock throws tonight, you will say three times that you do not know me. Verse 62, Peter went out and wept bitterly. Peter wept, went out and wept bitterly because he was so hurt But what he has just done. Why did he do it? Did he, he forgot obviously. He was reminded by the cock. Praise God. When the cock wrote, he remembered that, oh my goodness, our master said, praise God, our pastor said, our Lord said, but it, by then it was too late, but he remembered and that hurt him deeply for him to do that to Jesus, for him to do that to Jesus, because he vowed before that he will never do that to him, for him to, so that had to happen too. It's something that even Peter could not change. Praise God. He could not change. He had no, he had he 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 cannot he can do nothing about that time about that moment and about that second he had to deny jesus so that anything and everything that the lord has said will come to pass praise mighty jesus we we we, we are gone we talked about Jesus on the Mount of Olives. We talked about him being arrested. We talked about Peter uh, denying him. Now we are talking about Jesus being mocked. In verse 63, the men who were guarding Jesus mocked him and beat him. Verse 64 says, they blindfolded him and asked him, who hit you? Guess. 65 say, and they said many times, insulting him, insulting they said many times insulting things to him praise god guess because he said if you say you are, you are god who hit you i'm sure you know 
If you say you are a son of God, you know. Praise God. So in other words, they were mocking him. In other words, they were humiliating him. In other words, they were mocking him. They were not. They did not know. Praise God. Because they know not what they were doing. You know, they know not who they were dealing with. Praise God. So they rejected the gospel that Jesus came with. They rejected him as a son of God. They rejected the gospel, the teachings. They they rejected, even though they saw the miracles. Praise mighty Jesus. Even though they saw the miracles, but they rejected him. No one on earth came and did what Jesus did. Elijah performed some miracles but they were not even close to Jesus. Elisha and, and, and others, they had their moments, their, their, their moments of, of miracles but they were, they were nothing close to what Jesus did while he was on earth. Not all of those um, uh, uh, miracles and wonders that Jesus did are, are, are on the scripture. Praise God. Not all of them. He did more than we know. Praise God. He did more than you know because he was God. He was God and Elisha and Elijah were subject to him. Moses was subject to him. Praise mighty Jesus. He was God. He is God and he will always be God. That is the son of God that we are talking about. Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. So after the humiliation, the, him being beaten up, you know, by the soldiers and all, now Jesus is being brought, uh, praise God, now Jesus is being brought uh, uh, before the council, before the council, because they, they, they really, they, they, were, they, they were desperate to find him guilty of, of some crime. They were so desperate to find him guilty because they wanted to get rid of him. So they went all out. They said, by any means, this Jesus must die. We don't care if he committed no crime, but he must die. Praise God. So Jesus is brought before the council in verse 66. So the the scripture reads like this. When the day came, the elders, the chief priests, and, 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 and the teachers of the law met together. And remember, the elders, praise God, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, these are all um, people who wanted Jesus gone. These are the people that wanted Jesus gone the most. Praise God. And Jesus was brought before the council. So, um, now Jesus, in verse 67, he is before the council. Tell us, they said, are you the Messiah? He answered, if I tell you, you will not believe me. Verse 68 says, and I ask you a question, you will not answer. And I ask you a question, you will not answer. But 69 says, but from now on, the Son of Man will be seated on the right on the right of Almighty God. Praise God. Now Jesus, when they ask him if he is the Messiah, he is saying here, his reply is that, if I tell you, you will not believe. 
Well, he was right. They did not believe. Even today, there are people who still do not believe. Even those who call themselves, who, who say that they believe in the living God, the ancient of days, but they do not believe that Jesus is the Messiah. So he knew that they were not, they were not able because the Lord Jesus can search, can see our hearts he searches our hearts he knows our our deep thoughts he knows what we are thinking he knows who we are praise god because he is he 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 is god praise god so he answered if i tell you you will not believe me he will not believe me he will not believe me and if i ask if in if i ask you a question you will not answer 69 says but from now on the son of man will be seated on the right of of almighty he was uh, basically telling them you know so no matter what you ask me now no matter what you believe and what you don't believe right now but where i am going now i am going to my father to be seated in the right hand of my father on my throne in heaven where i belong praise mighty jesus so verse 70 says they all said are you then the son of god he answered them you say that i am verse 71 they said we don't need any witnesses we ourselves have heard what he said he did not deny it he said you say that i am if you say that i am of course i am do you want the son of god to say he is not the son of god he did not deny it in fact jesus committed nothing praise god no crime nothing no crime but he had to die praise mighty jesus so after these questionings after they questioned him after they put him up and they questioned him they questioned him they took him now um to 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 pilat praise god so jesus is is brought to pilat here in chapter 21 in chapter 23 i mean chapter 23 that is where jesus is brought to pilat hallelujah now jesus is brought to the next court if i might put it like that so the whole group rose up and took jesus before pilat verse 2 says verse 2 of chapter 23 says when they began to accuse him we caught this man misleading our people telling them not to pay taxes to the emperor and claiming that he himself is the messiah a king instead of them telling instead of them um uh, saying the truth instead of them when they took him they put him before the council and they asked him if he's the messiah they asked him if he's the son of god he did not deny it so they they saw that uh, and they they had no like tangible evidence here nothing to to that that will will make them to kill him praise god so they, they took him to pilate and then when they brought him to pilate now they are changing statements now they are changing statements now now they say that the reason why they brought him to pilate there they say now he is misleading people so they say they caught him they caught this man misleading our people telling them not to pay taxes to the emperor and claiming that he himself is the messiah a king they really wanted him gone they wanted him dead praise mighty jesus so verse 3 says 
Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? So you say, Jesus answered. So you say, he's not denying it. Since you say, I am, I guess I am. Praise God. So verse 4 says, Then Pilate said to the chief priest and the drowned, and the trials i find no reason to condemn this man obviously there was no reason to judge jesus there was no reason to condemn him to death there was no none of such no such reason praise mighty jesus verse 5 says but they insisted even more strongly with his teaching he's starting a riot among the people all all through judea he began in galilee and now has come here Praise mighty Jesus. They, they really went all out. They were going all out. They were accusing him with everything that they, they could think of. They knew that he was not guilty. They really knew that he was not guilty of any crime. No, they knew no one is guilty by saying he's the son of God. And Jesus was not lying. He was the son of God. And the gospel that, was te- that he was teaching was the gospel that he was sent by his father to preach. Because he always maintained that whatever he was saying, he was saying, he, he was saying it because he was, it was authorized by the father. He was not here on his own authority, but he was given the authority to say what he was saying because of his father in heaven and because or because of God. Hallelujah. Because of God. That is why he was carrying the will of God while on earth. That is exactly what we should be doing, carrying the will of God in whatever we say. We, we, we shouldn't be afraid to be bold. Like Paul, like all the apostles, we shouldn't be afraid to, 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 to preach the gospel of resurrection, the gospel of death. We shouldn't be afraid to, to preach the gospel of righteousness just because some people, they find it boring. We shouldn't be afraid actually to preach the true gospel of Jesus Christ. In the midst of false prophets, there are true men of God who stand by the word of God. So we shouldn't be because we will be judged according to what we were teaching people. We will be judged. So, And it is very important for Christians out there to examine the teachings that they are being taught. To take the Bible and read for themselves. Praise mighty Jesus. Hallelujah. So verse 6 says, Jesus is sent to Herod. Because Pilate could not find anything that would make him to condemn him. He could not find anything that could would make Jesus guilty of a certain crime. He could not find anything that could make him condemn him. So he found out that he was from Galilee and he sent him there to Herod. Praise God. So listen to verse 6. Verse 6 says, So when, when, when Pilate heard this, he asked, Is this man a Galilean? Verse 7 says, When he learned that Jesus was from the region ruled by Herod, he sent him to Herod, who was also in Jerusalem at that time. So verse 8 says, Herod was very pleased when he saw Jesus because he had heard about him and had been wanting to see him for a long time. Praise God. He heard about him. 
and he wanted to see him for a very long time. So he was hoping to see Jesus perform some miracles. So verse 9 says, So Herod asked Jesus many questions, but Jesus made no answer. So verse 10 says, The chief priests and the teachers of the law, the chief priests and the teachers of the law stepped forward and made strong accusations against Jesus. So verse 11 says, Herod and his soldiers mocked Jesus. Herod and his soldiers mocked Jesus and treated him with contempt. Then they put a fine rope on him and sent him back to Pilate. Because even before Herod, even before Herod, even when Jesus was before Herod, Herod could, could find nothing wrong. Let alone the fact that they, 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 they were treating him with contempt. Let alone the fact that they were mocking him. They were saying all sorts of things. But ultimately, Jesus was sent back to Pilate. Praise God. Well, that is what the Bible says. So Herod and his soldiers mocked Jesus and treated him with contempt. Then they put a fine rope on him and sent him back to Pilate. So verse 12 says, On that very day, Herod and Pilate became friends. Before this, they had been enemies. Praise mighty Jesus. Wow. Let me have some water. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We are continuing because we are narrating the story of Jesus. Um, we talked about him. We, we mentioned Jesus on the Mount of Olives just before he was arrested, just before he was betrayed by Judas. And we, we touched on, on his arrest. We touched on Peter denying him. Praise God. We touched on Peter. We touched on Jesus being mocked and beaten up. And we touched on Jesus being brought from the to, being brought uh, before the council and uh, uh, before Pilate and and before Herod and, and 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 then being sent back back to 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 to, to Pilate. Praise mighty Jesus. So we are continuing. We are continuing because now we have to get on 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 Jesus now who is being sentenced. Jesus is sentenced to death here on verse on verse 13. Jesus is sentenced to death here on verse on verse 13. Jesus is sentenced to death here. Now everything is making sense. Now everything is making sense. I am sure by now the apostles realize his disciples realize now what, uh, what, 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 what Jesus or what Rabbi was talking about all this time is finally coming to pass. Because they've seen him being arrested, they've seen him being beaten up, being mocked, being put from court to court, and being found um, um, uh, uh, with, with no crime actually. And now they're going to see him being sentenced to death. So now, by now, they, they already know that whatever that he was saying, whatever that he was, he was predicting, now is coming to pass. Praise mighty Jesus. So verse 13 says, Pilate called together the chief priest, the leaders and the people, verse 14 says, and said to them, You brought this man to me 
and said that he was misleading the people. You brought this man to me and said that he was misleading the people. Now I have examined him here in your presence and I have not found him guilty of any of the crimes you accuse him of. Verse 15 says, Nor did Herod find him guilty, for he sent him back to us. There is nothing this man has done to deserve death. Verse 16, So I will have him whipped and let him go. So, all the places that they took him to. Before the council, they could find nothing wrong. Before Pilate, before Herod, now back to Pilate. So Pilate, Pilate now is, 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 is coming um, to his findings now. So he found Jesus not guilty of any crime. He found Jesus not guilty of any accusation that they were accusing him of. So he found him you know, if I'm completely innocent of any crime, in other ways, he was blameless, so the Bible does not lie. Jesus was the only man who is known, who, who while on, on earth was found to be blameless. He was found to be blameless, praise mighty Jesus, without sin, with no blemish, nothing. Praise God. So verse 18 says, So the whole crowd cried out, Kill him. Set Barabbas free. Kill. Set him free for us. Barabbas had been put in prison for a riot that had taken place in the city and for murder. Even after the findings of Pilate, the fact that Jesus was found to... to to, to, to have done nothing wrong, to, to, he, he was found to, to be free of any crime, he was, fra, he was found to be blameless, he was without blemish, with nothing wrong at all. Any accusation that they accused him of, he, he, he was found to be innocent of, of them all. About, they wanted him dead, they wanted him killed. Listen to what they say in verse 18. After this finding, so the Bible says the whole crowd tried out to kill him, set Barabbas free. So I want you to, 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 to take notice of this. Barabbas is not an innocent man. Barabbas is a murderer. He is the real criminal. He is the one who's supposed to be dying. Praise God. He is the one who is supposed to be dying. He is the real criminal. Jesus is innocent of any crime. But the people, my goodness, at that time, the Pharisees, the high priest, the teachers, the people that wanted him God, they did not care if he was guilty or innocent. They wanted to get rid of him. They wanted him dead. They wanted him gone. Praise God. So they yelled out and they tried out to kill him, said Barabbas. So they, instead of, of, of innocent men being set free, they said, let the criminal free. Praise God. Let the criminal walk free. Let the murderer walk free. Take this innocent man and kill him. That is what basically they were saying. Praise God. Praise God. So verse 20 says, Pilate wanted to set Jesus free, so he appealed to the crowd again. 
So verse 21 said, But they shouted back, Crucify him, crucify him. So Jesus was to be crucified, even though he was found to be innocent, even though he was found to not have committed any crime. But the people wanted him dead so that the plan of God will come into fruition so that the plan of God will come into fruition. Make no mistake, Jesus had to die. That is why he was here. He had to die because if he didn't die, you and me will not be talking about being born today. You and me will not be talking about it being saved today. Perhaps we wouldn't be, or we would, we, we, we wouldn't be even on this earth today. Maybe God would have just destroyed all humanity, and then that's it. It will end there, and then and trade no more. Praise God. But the reason why we are here today, the reason why today we say we are born again, the reason why today we have hope of eternal life, it is because Jesus had to be sacrificed. Jesus had to die, had to die, had to die, had to die. Praise God. Even though he was innocent, even though he was without sin, he had to die like a criminal. He had to die like a sinner so that you and me can be reconciled with God. So that you and me can be made to be children of God. So that you and me will benefit in the things of the kingdom of God. So that you and me will gain eternal life. Praise mighty Jesus. So Jesus had to die even though he was innocent. Hmm? Pilate wanted to set free. He wanted to set him free. So he appealed. Um, um, he appealed to the crowd, but they shouted back, "Crucify him! Crucify him! Crucify him!" So Jesus was crucified. Praise mighty Jesus. So let's go to verse twenty-six now. When Jesus is crucified, time is running out very quickly very quickly um, so the soldiers led Jesus away and as they were going they met a man from Siren named Simon who was coming into the city from the country they seized him put him to the cross to put him or put the cross on him and made him carry it behind Jesus so are you willing to be that kind are you willing to, to be like Simon and carry the cross behind Jesus? Because I am willing. So if you are willing, say you are willing. In Jesus' mighty name, I am willing. So verse 27 says, A large crowd of people followed him. Among them were women who were weeping and wailing for him. Verse 28, Jesus said, Turn to them. Jesus turned to them and said, Women of Jerusalem, don't try for me but for yourselves and your children. Verse 29 says, For the days are coming when people will say, How lucky are the women who never had children, who never bore babies, and never nursed them. Verse 30 says, That will be the time when people will say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills hide us. Verse 31 says, for, it shall, for if such things as these are done when the, when the wood is drained, what will happen when it is dry? So Jesus was telling them about a time to come, a time to come where we will beg 
for the mountain to fall on you you will beg for the mountain to fall on you you will beg for the you will beg to die but death will not come to you because of your sins you will beg to die but death will not come of you so such time is coming such time is coming praise mighty jesus so because of time because of time i thought uh, by now i will be finished but eh, 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 i thought i would be going to um, because of time, we will not um, dwell too much on, on, on one thing. So now, let's talk about the death of Jesus. Uh, let's talk about the death of Jesus. We've, we've talked about him being, um, uh, being crucified on the cross. So being crucified on the cross. So the, the, Bible, the, the Bible says that they divided his clothes among them. Um, by among themselves and, and, and throwing dice. For so verse 35 says, the people stood there watching while the Jewish leaders jeered, jeered at him. He, he saved others. Let him save himself if he is the Messiah whom God has chosen. So they were still mocking him. They were still making fun of Jesus. When Jesus was, was in pain, when Jesus was about to die, the soldiers were still making fun of him. So verse 36 says, The soldiers also mocked him. They came up to him and offered him cheap wine and said, Save yourself if you are a king of the Jews. This all takes place when Jesus was in pain, when Jesus was about to be crucified and ultimately Jesus was crucified on that on that earth but what is important that Jesus rose from death so it was about 12 o'clock when the sun stopped shining and darkness covered the whole country until 12 o'clock and then verse 45 says and the curtain hanging in the temple was torn into two verse 46 says Jesus cried out in a loud voice father in your hands I place my spirit he said this and died. Father, in your hands I place my spirit. He said this and died. Then verse 47 says, The army officer saw what had happened and he praised God, saying, Suddenly he was a good man. But verse 48 says, When the people who had gathered there to watch the, the, the spectacle saw what happened, they all went back home, beating their breast in sorrow verse 49 all those who knew jesus personally included the woman who had followed him from galilee stood at a distance to watch praise mighty jesus now jesus was crucified it was painful to those who knew him personally and some people who did not believe they believed the day that he died praise god that truly he was a man of god and he was buried and the bible says that he was raised on the third day just like it was supposed to be because jesus conquered the grave he conquered death so that me and you will be resurrected also mighty jesus so that me and you can conquer can conquer can conquer sin now we are able to conquer sin so that if you are born again and you are baptized in the holy spirit then that means we have conquered death because death is sin is death if you are in right right now, that means we have conquered sin. That means we have conquered sin. So there is a resurrection for you. There is eternal life for you. Jesus conquered death so that me and you, we will gain eternal life. So that me and you, in Jesus' mighty name, we can also conquer sin. So in Christ, 
we are also resurrected right now. If you are born again, you are resurrected. If you are born again, you are resurrected. If you are in Christ, you are resurrected. If you are in Christ, you are resurrected and you are ordained to go to heaven. You are ordained to be in the new Jerusalem. You are ordained to rule with the living God. You are ordained to be a child of God and the Bible says, and he will be our God. So if you are born again today, you have beaten death. You have conquered death because death for us who are still alive is sin. And we know what the Bible says about sin. The Bible says sin is the wages of death. Sin, the wages of sin is death. That's what I meant to say. The wages of sin is death. So if you accept Jesus Christ, you are no longer condemned. You are free from sin. That is what the blood of Jesus Christ did. That is what the blood of Jesus Christ is still doing today. Saving us from a life of condemnation. Saving us from the life of hell. From the life of death. All those that are in Christ are new creatures. They are a new creation. They are not condemned. They have been resurrected in Jesus' mighty name. They will not die in Jesus' mighty name, but they will gain eternal life, everlasting life. In Christ, we are free of sin. In Christ, we are not condemned. In Christ, we have gained resurrection. In Christ, we are made sure we are reconciled with God. In Christ, we are children of God. We are no longer enemies of the trust, but we are enemies of, we are enemies of the devil. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let us uh, close it there. Let us finish. This was our uh, last episode, last episode of the series of the teachings of Jesus Christ. Be proud if you are a child of God. If you are born again, be proud. To remember, tomorrow we are starting a new series. We are starting a new series tomorrow in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are starting not to, not a new series. I mean, we are starting. Um, a new season, a second season, and uh, we will see what the Lord says we must do tomorrow. But tomorrow will all be about the Word of God, going deep in the Word of God. I pray in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ that the Lord will grant you whatever your heart desires, whatever your heart desires. Stay in Christ. Read the Bible for yourself. Don't just listen to the teachings from here and there, but read the Bible for yourself and be blessed in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I am the latter-day preacher. I am the latter-day preacher. Remember tomorrow, I'll be giving out my WhatsApp numbers too. So stay tuned. It's season two. So let's, let, let, let's be together in Jesus' mighty name. May God bless you wherever you are. I come from the Chile, South Africa today. Hope you well. Have a blessed Monday. Until tomorrow, it's Tuesday and it's God's day. Bye-bye.